the unfiltered emergency podcast. Like something <clears throat> comes out that if we were all in the same town, we would definitely be yeah. talking about yeah. it over drinks in a basement. Yeah. And that's what this is. It's this isn't obviously it's not an emergency. <laughs> it's like a ridiculous topic. I love it. What, and that's part of the funny yeah. thing is that it's completely not emergency, but I want it to make it's an right. emergency because obviously yeah. everybody on earth has talked about yeah. this. I think we should each do a little like thoughts on it because we yeah. really haven't talked about it at all. So yeah. we can each yeah. kind of have our opening statement and then yeah. let's have a little discussion. Like we each go around one more time, maybe just responding to what okay, the other so guys we'll said. Go just sort of what your okay. first experience was with this or, you know, yeah. kind of initial thoughts. And then if what somebody says changes that or your angle on it. Yes. Yeah. Sound good? Yep. Yep. Count us in, George, and then I'll start. Five... Four, Four, three, three two, two, one. It's April 2022. This is a Snow Day podcast emergency pod. I think you got a sense for what's going on, but if not, it'll become clear to you pretty soon. I'm not doing the intros. It's an emergency. We don't have time for that. And I'm not doing the disclaimer. I think my mom's going to like it. There's hardly even any swearing in here. It's pretty clean. So, hey, let's get on with it. I just put 25 minutes on the tomato timer. We're talking about shaking up the format a bit. This is going to be a crazy time shift. I feel like we're in a sci-fi movie or something now because we're doing a podcast and then a future pod, we're going to explain why we're doing this. We have recorded podcast number 50. It hasn't been released yet. And part of the discussion in that was just that moving forward after 50 podcasts, we're going to shake up the format. We're going to start bringing in some new ideas. And we found an opportunity basically three days after we had all been together talking about that to give it a try. And so that's what's happening today. There was a slap heard around the world. If we were all in a basement together having a rusty nail, which, <laughs> cheers boys, this is what we would be talking about. And so we thought, you know what, we've got to just get ourselves together in a quick fashion, have a discussion about this. We're not going to edit this nearly as much as we have done some of them in the past. This is us unfiltered in the basement. George, you called for this topic. It was you that said it's an emergency. We have to have a podcast and good on us, fellas. Sometimes it takes us a month to get organized and we pulled this together in just a couple of days. And so, yeah, in two days, here we are in my basement, sort of virtually on a Monday evening. And uh, there's some stuff that we got to talk about because it's what we would do. Georgie. Yeah, so this is obviously not in any way in an emergency, but I thought it would be fun for us to get together and talk about something I am certain everybody has an opinion on. And the reason why I chose to go so quickly is for the listeners, you're going to hear us talk about the war in the Ukraine. And I realized I was so unprepared for that. Everybody else had some good thoughts except me. And so I wanted to come right back uh, with another topic. So we would talk about you know, um, the Academy Awards and obviously Will Smith slapping Chris Rock across the face. And I'm sure everybody has a hundred things to say. So maybe I'll just start. And the way I view this is the act and then concentric rings moving out to eventually society. So let's talk about the act, my opinion of the act. I mean, it's assault. No one's going to argue that it's assault, but I just thought it was so raw and emotional. Like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen 
better acting by an actor because it was just real life for him. I just, I just couldn't believe that he did it. And in a weird level, and this is where I'll be controversial, I kind of get it. We all grew up with the mentality of ride or die. You back up your homies, you protect the people that you love. I think we all thought that when we were in our 15s to 25s, we certainly don't think about that now. And I just thought about, well, what if we were at the Watchmen concerts like we were last weekend and someone pushed Marnie? Well, you can imagine that Les, Bruce and George would jump on that guy <laughs> if you were not around and you would do something about it. So, so there, there's some truth to what he did. Like, I think it resonates that even though it was a despicable act, I think the emotional part of it, you know, I think resonates to... I guess everybody on this pod to some degree. So I think the act in itself is a little bit more complicated. One, it was super disrespectful because if you slap a guy and you turn his back, well, any one of us would have jumped on his back and choked him out. He had such disdain <laughs> for Chris and he knew that nothing was going to happen that he felt confident that he could turn his back and walk away. So that just shows how thoughtful he was that he knew there was going to be almost no repercussions mm -hmm. uh, in the moment. So that's all that I'll say about the act because I know that everybody else will have to say. The second thing is the people involved. The fragility that Will Smith must be going through in his life must be insane. For you to do that when you are an international superstar constantly critiqued himself a comedian uh, to do that he must be in some sort of trouble, which I'm not going to talk about any further, but I think it's fair to say he and his family must be in some trouble for him to do that. Two, I was overwhelmingly impressed with Chris Rock. There is no way I would have the aplomb and just the, the, the state of mind to react the way he did. So I was super impressed with him, including not pressing charges. The third thing is now going out is the response was ridiculous to this act. Where was the security? They didn't escort him out. Probably had to do with the fact that he was going to get another academy. They knew that he was going to get the Academy Award. And then when he gets the Academy Award, the crowd, because I've never seen it. I hate, I hate uh, award shows, which is a totally separate pod. Um, they went from being embarrassed that he was there taking the Academy to a standing ovation. It's such a ridiculous response with sort of the liberal elite of Hollywood. Uh, and then moving further out, I've been really enjoying the takes of comedians. I've been, I, I follow quite a few comedian, comedians online and every person to uh, have all said the same thing. You, you, there's a comedian in front of you. You know he's going to take the piss out of you. Ricky Gervais being the classic example for the Golden Globes, just slaughters people, super funny. What do you expect when you have a comedian in front of you? And they were all worried to, well, where does it end? Does that mean that a slap is now okay? So now I get to punch you or kick you? So I really, I've really enjoyed uh, the, the comedians in the earth responding to, to that. So I think that's maybe three minutes. Yeah. I know I kind of rushed it, but I want to make sure that everybody has their time in it. So those are my initial yeah. thoughts. It might yeah. have been six, actually, but they yeah. were really good initial thoughts. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like for it. sure. For sure. Stevie, I'll probably, you're next on my screen. What yeah, do you think? I, I, I agree with George on a lot of things. I think it was like he lost it. He lost it. He dysregulated. He melted down. No doubt, based on everything I know about humans, uh, he's not doing well and neither is his relationship. 
because think about mm. think about it. Absolutely, we all have lost our shit at important times, right? And hopefully nobody's around. This happened to be the most important time of his life, which makes it even more atomically unbelievable, right? Because because uh, you know it was a comedian. You know there's going to be hyper sarcasm, and everybody, if you've ever watched the Oscars, no one's off base, and you're making the the comedian is going to make fun of your appearances, your body, your style, your hair. It's been done before, so like that that issue alone, I don't think has had enough play, because we're edging on to like, whoa, can comedians not do what they're hired to do now, right? So so that that blew me away that there isn't really a lot of coverage that that the fact that you know. Violence is not right. I mean, I, I mean, you should not hit somebody, uh, especially for words. Um, you know, I think George's George's, uh, you know, someone getting physically pushed changes it somewhat, right? So, so all that, and I feel bad. I feel bad for for Will Smith. I think we all need to show some tolerance, some compassion, and some patience uh, as humans. Um, I'm not going to be part of the jury in terms of what should happen. Um, but you know, if if uh, if he was a woman in Manitoba. Uh, Chris Rock would have to press charges, right? It's a zero tolerance, right? So, <laughs> so you know, I, I think I think about that as well. Like, there are so many terrible messages in that whole situation, and that we celebrated, and they're continuing to celebrate the wrong freaking things, right? So, while we need to be vigilant in terms of our our compassion, our, our our tolerance for what happened, and try to learn from it. I think we're we're we may not be learning the right things. I think, and we may be celebrating the wrong things. Um, loving all the takes on it, though. Loving everyone's different perspective. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wrote a great uh, piece. I don't know if you guys read it, but it was uh, pretty phenomenal. So that's all I'm going to say. I've got some funny things to share on the next round, though. <laughs> <laughs> Beauty, Lester. Yeah, I think that was good. I think you guys covered um, pretty much all the bases, and, and and I think we're all pretty much in agreement. I think, Steve, you used the perfect term about that moment for Will Smith when you said he clearly dysregulated. You know, it was kind of painful to watch because one of the things that I was thinking about afterwards is how many people in the world before that moment didn't like Will Smith? Yeah. Right. He's like one of the most universally loved guys in Hollywood. He's just been the nice guy for 30 plus years. Right. He's the nice guy. He's the good guy. And in the pressure of the biggest moment in his life, he had a complete emotional breakdown and he lost his shit. Yeah. And it's funny because when I first watched him go up on stage, when I saw the first video of it, I thought it was staged because it looks so fake because Chris Rock doesn't take his hands out of his pockets. He stands there with his chin sticking forward. He just takes the smack. Smith turns around and walks away, as George was saying, knowing there were going to be no repercussions. And I'm like, oh, that was clearly like they're doing a bit that was clearly fake. But then when you see him sitting in his seat afterwards, just screaming and basically crying and trembling, screaming and swearing at Chris Rock on stage, you realize he completely is having an emotional breakdown. Yeah. Like he just lost his shit in the moment. He went and smacked Chris Rock on stage in front of 100 million people. If you gave him 100 attempts, the next 99 times he would not do that. Right. He would not do that. So then when you read all the follow ons, right, the follow on banter, all the reasons why it was either good or bad, 
I think it all becomes a kind of a nonsensical conversation because I'm sure if given the choice, he would not do it again. Yeah. So why are we trying to pose these arguments like, well, you know, sometimes it's good to see a man stand up for his wife. It's just there's a bit of a romantic angle. You know, Chris Rock went too far with that joke and and Will Smith needed to stand up for Jada Pinkett Smith. Which is nonsensical for so many reasons. <laughs> One, as you said, Steve, you, you never fight words with violence. Yeah. Two, she's a strong woman who did not need anyone standing up for her. Three, and this is something I don't think I've picked up a lot in the press or I didn't read about. What about the fact that Chris Rock is like six inches taller and 50, or, or sorry, that Will Smith is like six inches taller and 50 pounds heavier than Chris Rock? Like, doesn't that kind of, you know, you're not, you're not being a tough guy and standing up for anyone when you go and physically strike someone who's that much smaller than you. Yeah. Would you have done it with just, The Rock? Would you have done it if well, Dwayne, that was exactly The Rock the line was, I was doing it, use. right? Like, if it was The Rock on stage, he's keeping his ass in that seat. He is not going up there and hitting them, <laughs> yeah. right? So there, there's a whole bunch of themes after the fact that I, that I thought were really interesting. Um, another one that I'll just touch on is... Um, you know, you mentioned George, nothing happened to him after the fact. The fact that the Academy could not remove him, like they actually came out the next day and tried to cover their ass and said, well, we uh, we tried to throw him out, but he refused to leave. How insane is that? Like, what is the message that that is sending, right? That if you're wealthy and powerful enough, no matter what you do, there is no law that can touch you. Like why security didn't immediately escort him out of the building, I think is probably the most flagrant. Um, uh, but again, Les, I think, fumble. I think the, you should extend. You should extend. It's the biggest foul of the evening. If it, the if, fact that security didn't yeah. escort him out of the room. But if the right? academy like had a hundred times over, right? Like I bet you now, if the academy yeah, had a hundred times over to do it, they would probably get him out of there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You know, and then the last thing I want to point out is so many people gave so much props to Denzel Washington after the fact for coming and giving him the little pep talk and saying to him, you know, he gave me these this incredible advice. You know, it, when you're at your highest high, that's when the devil would come for you. And they're like, wow, man, that's God, that's like a quote that's going to live for the ages. And all I could think was. Dude, that advice might have been better at the beginning of the evening before your friend had a total emotional breakdown and ruined his career. Like after the fact, those words are somewhat valueless. What Denzel Washington should have been saying is, Will, you got to leave now, okay? Because you just walked on stage and hit Chris Rock. You might not even remember it because your brain is so messed up. You got to leave and you got to go home. And if you win the award, I'll, I'll be your buddy and I'll take a, go up on stage and take it for you. But you got to get your ass home. Fucked up, son. <laughs> like that's what Denzel should have said to him. So... Anyway, I'll leave it there for my opening remarks. <laughs> the the funny thing on this for me, and this is another flash forward to when somebody listens to this, because George, when we started talking about war, you know how unprepared you felt? I still feel like that. So I haven't seen it yet. And I hadn't seen, I hadn't, I hadn't come across this whole incident. I haven't seen it. And when you sent this out a couple of days ago, I thought, I'm not going to search this out. If it comes my way, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to search it out. So I haven't actually seen the incident. Um, so I'm not coming from a position of power in this, but from sort of one step back um, on this incident, a couple of interesting things for me. The first one is we heard a little news story saying this is actually a bit of an ongoing feud. Like they had some sort of a thing in 2016. So again, to me, this is a, a bigger thing on, yeah, Will Smith lost his mind in this moment, but he knew this was going to be a volatile situation, which again is an even bigger thing for me to think if you're not feeling good, 
you got to have a wingman or you got to not go or right. Like, like that was an even sort of bigger misstep by him. And I'm sure he had to felt like he had to go to get an award and all that, but should have been a little bit more prepared is, is kind of what I thought. Um, the other one I'm at, there should be some consequences to him. Like I get that Chris Rock is maybe trying to be a tough guy and he's not going to press charges and it's whatever this was me, you know, me versus you. And yeah, I made fun of you and you can do whatever you want. But I just, I just think that that violence, like you guys have said before, should just be unacceptable. And some, something more has to happen other than, you know, where men in the world has stood up to him. Um, and probably what, what salts that away for me is if he was a six foot, however big white dude, um, and hit Chris Rock, how does that change this whole scenario, right? And Then we and, would be talking about this for decades. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Not just weeks and months. <laughs> yeah. Right, like this, this sort of ended up as a, problem. yeah, two black guys that had this con, you know, sort of found their way, but I feel like there's a whole different dynamic there and we shouldn't, we shouldn't look at it two different ways. You know, like this is one person went up and hit another person. And to me, especially on, yeah. on that big stage, um, that's just, just totally unacceptable. So I, yeah. um, I feel bad for it. I, I think sort of what you say, Steve, he, he obviously there's bigger issues going on, but that still doesn't, that doesn't make it right. No, um, but there's, and, yeah, no, but there's, I'll wait for the second round, but I think you, you alluded <laughs> to something that I think he was prepared and I'll tell you what I think happened. Well, I, I partly wonder about that just because he knew it was a feud and he knew he went like, like all of those things. There's lots of me that thinks, I, I thought, like you said, Les, that it was staged when I first heard it, even though I haven't yeah. seen it. I thought, okay, this was, even if it wasn't staged as part of the act, it was the two of them had talked or they kind of knew this was, it, it's good for both of their careers in some strange way, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, or that was their calculation. So <laughs> that's good that's for Chris Rock's career this week. <laughs> all these folks. Well, it, for, it, yeah, for sure. it only is depending on how he deals with it moving yeah. forward. Yeah. He's certainly won the first round of this fight. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> in terms of presence and and uh, PR, for I'll, sure. I'll let it. I'll let. I'll go back to George because it's kind of his turn to go around. But the the only other thing that this reminded me of is uh, Janet Jack the Nipplegate and uh, yeah. like Justin Timberlake. JT looked terrible, and he's been back on the Super Bowl, and she hasn't. Right. <laughs> and so you you can bounce back from these things. Although I think that one was there was yeah. way more backstory to that. But anyway, uh, Georgie, we're down to seven on the timer. All right. Well, I'll just say two points. One, it's sad that it took something like this for me to get interested in the Academy Awards. I haven't watched the Academy Awards in well over a decade. Uh, the only reason why I even read about it is I want to know what movie I should watch that I haven't been able to see or stream. Uh, so that's a sad reflection because I think award shows are basically circle jerks. Uh, you know, like the, 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 I, I just, I just, I think we should do a podcast on, uh, we'll, we'll put it on the list. Uh, this, yeah. The, the second thing is, uh, I guess a little bit to what Steve will say, and I'm looking forward to what he has to say is the pressure cooker and the paralysis of celebrity in today's world. Uh, first of all, I, I think we don't understand what celebrities go through. I, I really don't. I think we have very little, uh, feelings for them. I think we, expect them to be able to tolerate any amount because they get fame and wealth and prestige. And I think that's unfair because they're humans like we are. And then the paralysis part of it is what the Academy and the forum press did. They clearly were completely unprepared for the slightest deviation in the show in any other non huge Hollywood biggest awards ceremony of the entire world. That thing would have been shut down. There would have been a pause. He would have been escorted out. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have got the Academy Award. But because it was that setting, 
they literally were paralyzed. Yeah. They, they, they didn't even know what to do, which is just a huge, it's just a sad statement of how important the superficiality of that whole world is, is that they, it's through the looking glass. They could, they can't come. They just don't even yeah. know how to handle yeah. it. So I won't yeah. say anymore. Well, it's that. a different type. Uh, paralysis is a different type of dysregulation, right? <laughs> so you have violence yeah. or silence, right? We live in a divisive, yeah. totally, we're either converging or diverging. But uh, great mm -hmm. points. Coming back, I was going to talk more about, about Chris Rock, but uh, the comedian thing. But I just want to get back to that regulation. You know, just based on my my work and everything I do about humans is the fact that he did go prepared. Jada is his most important connector, his most important second source of regulation that if he fails, she's there. That's what relationships are for, right? And if you look at that moment, he's actually laughing at the joke. He looks to her. She cues whatever whatever's going on. That was the part where his, his don't go in alone, his plan, his backup plan failed in that moment, right? And I'm not blaming Jada. But you never hear like you're hearing all this stuff. Stand up for your woman. What about the woman behind the man, right? I mean, in that moment, if she just would have averted her eyes, right, or looked to the floor, um, I'm not saying it's her fault, but or, or grabbed his hand, grabbed as he his started hand, to right, stand to, up to, to assure him, right. So that's back to the thing. I think he was prepared, but he wasn't prepared for that. That's my statement. And the last thing, because I like to laugh, and I didn't laugh enough in this, is I think he, I, I think Will Smith can bounce back. His book looks great. It just got four letters on the cover. It says Will. Have you guys seen it? I think he just mm. needs to change it to Won't, and that'll help his career. <laughs> right. So that's my. Those are my final thoughts. Anyway, over to Lester. Yeah, I think I'm just going to circle around to to like the one point that that George made about, you know, if we were out at that concert the other night and some guy had pushed Marnie, we certainly all would have stepped in probably with a physical confrontation mentality right off the bat. Um, and I think my 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 answer to that is, you know, there's never a right time for violence, but sometimes a man needs to get smacked. This was not that instance. <laughs> Right. So right. so he made a poor decision in assessing the situation he was in. This was not the instance where violence was called for. Um, and he made a horrible mistake. Like I said, if he could take it back, I I guarantee that he would take it back. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, too, that when you talk about what Chris Rock, first of all, the best thing that can come out of this is three months from now, an hour long Netflix special of Chris Rock just ripping the shit out of <laughs> the entire Smith clan and everything about him because it's going to be so funny. He's got so much material to work with there yeah. if he decides he wants to do it. Probably won't because I think he's going to take the higher ground. Um, but, you know, shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't be passed over either that Chris Rock has very publicly talked about how much he was bullied as a child. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He had a whole series about it. He's very publicly mm -hmm. spoken about how he was bullied and picked on as a child. Yeah. So now here he is standing on a stage in what is a huge moment for him in front of a hundred million people being his publicly perfect self, but he's putting on a performance, right? He sees his friend of many years walking towards him, which is why he doesn't even take his hands out of his pockets. Yeah. He stands there with his chin stuck out. This is why I thought it was fake. I'm like, nobody does that if you think you're going to get smacked. In a million years, he didn't think Will Smith was going to hit him. Here's his friend walking towards him in this huge moment. He thinks he's going to take the mic. He's going to say something funny. He's going to give me shit. And his friend, a much larger physically imposing man, hits him in the face. What's that? You know, like the fact that he has held himself together. Incredible. 
I hope he takes some time away, continues to be quiet as long as he needs to, to be able to say something about that. Cause you know, that shit ain't right. Yeah. No, not right. at all. So, and Will Smith's going to have to wear that. So timer's about to go off Stevie and then George last thoughts and then I'll wrap her up. Anything, anything more? No, I just think this was a great conversation, and you know, I, uh, I based on what Les is saying, that's it, horrible. Uh, you know, I didn't want to go there because I, my heart sinks for Chris Rock. Uh, spent his whole life to get over stage fright and over the bullying, and those two things converged to probably the worst moment of his entire career, yeah. to be honest. Right, so my heart's with him. Yeah, that's it. The last thing that I'll say is I sent you guys a picture, a screenshot of some Facebook rant about people using this incident to be further divisive between the woke quote unquote and the right. And this is perfect fodder for it. It's terrible for our society. It's symptomatic of our society and it saddens me. Yeah. 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 It's good. Maybe we'll use it as the cover art so people can see it, but basically it's, yeah, saying it was fake and just spinning this to, to your right wing rhetoric basically. Right. Yeah. Uh, my last thoughts, and it, it kind of harkened because this did kind of sting me on the heels of the war thing and, and our war podcast, and it feels the same for me. I think I'm in a, a lucky space in my life where this kind of physical violence is really hard for me to even imagine. And so, I, you know, I struggled with the war idea, just thinking I can't, ima- like, I honestly, I can't imagine, you know, soldiers or somebody else coming in to our community and doing all kinds of crazy physical violence. And I'm very fortunate that that doesn't happen in my world and I can live that way. And I'm, I'm getting softer and softer as I get older. And so to even see this, I just, I can't believe it happened. And I know that physical violence happens everywhere all the time. It happens in front of Walmart and Thompson every day. Um, but, but it's fortunate for me that I'm not there. And so this really kind of staggered me that it could happen. And then exactly back to what all you guys said, how nobody kind of did more about that in the moment was also kind of, uh, worrisome because, Maybe that could happen in our lives too when you yeah. want to believe that <laughs> that physical violence is is gone or going, yeah. but it clearly is not. Yeah. And so I found that troubling. Yeah. That's 25. The timer's about to go off. It's an emergency podcast. We're going to get this out pretty quick. <laughs> we knocked her Perfect. off. It, it was awesome connecting boys. Thanks for that. And uh, next time there's an emergency in very heavy air quotes, George, because there was no emergency at all. <laughs> yeah. but, but we put it together quick, and uh, what a way to spend a little bit of our Monday night. So thanks, boys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Good to see you, boys. Have a good night, guys. Love you. Okay. Don't slap anybody. Yeah. We've always been together with four of a kind, having fun all day, piling around and laughing away. Just best friends, best friends are That's we. the end. Tell your friends to find us on social media, at Pod. We have an email to snowdaypod at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We are Snowday Podcast. Thanks to the rest of our team, social media Todd, producer Mike, and the secret weapon, Shannon Krentz.